So as we're still in the pre-party here, um, I just want to share a celebration call that I did last week. It was pretty cool because, you know, we have dug really, really deep in our business and um, the people for whom we are the FIBC and even for a few people who are not like I've asked to meet with several coaches clients that there's FIBCs in between us, but this happened to be a, a client, a coach who we are FIBC for and she's amazing. Um, and she's very systematic with bringing us her three celebration calls a week. And so she started her three last week and, um, and I did a celebration call. Well, this was someone who was ready to quit. And I was like, great. <laughs> she was like, I have been meticulous on program for 10 days. And this coach was like, Oh my gosh, she texts me like almost every day. She's super meticulous. She's doing all the things. And so I said, okay, well, just for the heck of it, I know your coach is amazing. Let's do a real quick systems check. How's your, are you getting in five fuelings? Yes, every single day. One day in 10 days, I fell asleep without my fifth one. But other than that, every single day I get in five fuelings. Great, how much water? Well, I get in, you know, 64 to 100 ounces of water every day I'm like awesome and i'm like tell me how you're weighing tell me about your lean and green and she was like i am following the recipes to a t i was like great where are you getting your recipes from she said the optivia cookbook of course <laughs> to which my response was there is no optivia cookbook this is a side hustle. Somebody side hustled a cookbook. And I said, you know, my coach has always warned us to stay away from the cookbooks because it's not from Optavia. We don't know that those recipes are, you know, on the, you know, on strictly nutrition support approved. I'm like, tell you what, give me two more weeks. This week, I want you to just do your lean and green. I want you to do protein and veggies and you know condiments. Like we went through the whole thing and it was the cookbook. Okay, so she did that. And then on like day five, she's like, I'm ready to start adding in recipes because she really likes to cook. And we were like, great. She says, I will only use recipes from my coach's page or Strive for Health. That's our client, our client support page. Great, so she did that. Well, we checked in. And on her first week, she lost zero pounds, was off and on just, she felt, oh, the other thing is she felt like crap. She had brain fog. She was not feeling great. She was hungry. And <clears throat> so we adjusted her lean and green plan. Plus I had her drink pickle juice um, slash bouillon cubes in water every day, had her do one or two. Um, I said, I don't care, you know, if it counts as an, you know, a condiment or not, just get those in for the next few days. So she did that for like four or five days, started cooking recipes from the coach's page, and she lost 5.6 pounds in week two. Dude, I was ready to just say, I have no idea. I don't know what you're doing wrong. But this is just another clue with how important the celebration calls are. So then I said on that first one, we're gonna meet again in 10 days. So that's when we checked in and she was down 5.6 pounds. And she's now talking about coaching. And I talked to her a lot about coaching on that call, the second one. So celebration calls are important. <laughs> and this is an awesome coach who's a blended ED, who's been coaching for a couple of years awesome coach, like so meticulous with her client support. So that's my little introduction to our business coach call. Don't forget to be the best steward to your clients and do your celebration calls with your FIBC. Okay. Bye. I love it. And that was a whole bunch of what we were doing last, last time. So we are recording. Okay. So welcome to business coach power hour. If you missed the 
Uh, you guys, I had big plans of having my office back together. My office turned into a recovery cove for Ruth when we were nursing her back from almost dying post-convention. It's still not together. So you guys get my messy kitchen because these are not, these things are not a priority to me. And there's that massive zucchini that my sons are using as a baseball bat. Um, so if you missed the pre-party, uh, Jen was talking about a celebration call where everything was going well for the client, except one little thing and how important celebration calls are. They, I mean, they, they really are a game changer. And, um, there's this document that exists out there in the ether that I recently came across from Optavia corporate, which is like something about being a new coach, like it's not the coaching handbook. It's a document I've never seen before. And I'm like, oh, this is interesting. I'm curious what this says, because we all know that different organizations have different practices, right? And in the document, it says, set up celebration calls with your clients and a mentor coach. And I was like, oh, and they even use the word celebration call because other legs of business call it like a tip call. And I'm like, interesting. This is coming from Optavia Corporate as best practices, a document that new coaches, if they have like zero mentorship. hundred percent. The celebration call is part of Optavia practice now. Yeah. Because Thank you, Gina Eccles. Amazing. Uh, amazing. Okay. So this is part two and I got... A little antsy last time feeling like I wouldn't have enough time in part two. So I just went and like shoved my name in a sign-up sheet for next week too, so that we can have a part three if we need it. Okay. If we don't, and if you're like, seriously, we've heard enough of you, that's fine. You can let me know. Um, but part two, so if you didn't do part one, go back and watch it on recording. What we started last week was a a really thorough organization project of every client that has come into your business in the last X amount of months. I think I gave you guys a certain amount of months and some of you guys I heard went back to like every new client since January. So that's fine. Um, but do you guys have your spreadsheets that we worked on last time? Did everyone use a spreadsheet? Georgia's got hers. Maybe you guys etched it on a stone tablet. I'm not really sure. But if you have that spreadsheet, I'm curious how many of you guys got through trying to touch base and contact everyone or who still needs a little bit more time? Who put time in the chat if having some time to do a bit more of that project would be useful for you for Business Coach Power Hour today? Okay. People need some time to work on that. So that's what we will do. So pull out your spreadsheet. And if you're like, oh, shoot, I really want to be here. I don't want to miss it live. I haven't had a chance to watch the recording. So I don't know what this spreadsheet is. You can hang with us and just do another business building activity that you know your business needs while we finish up this one, because we are going to move into something completely different that doesn't depend on last week's recording, go work your heart list or scrub your Facebook or something. Okay. So pull out your spreadsheet of new clients that came into your business. This is your own frontline. Oopsie. I need to put a task somewhere in something to remind myself that I need to set up my, some frontline celebration calls myself that have been missed, but we're looking through that spreadsheet of clients and seeing who's their coach. Have they had a celebration call and you're reaching out? There were a couple of different techniques we talked about, right? If you're the FIBC, you could reach out to your coach and say, hey, Jane, Joe, and, and Hoover um, need celebration calls. Can we set those up? If you're not yet the FIBC and you're wanting to grow to FIBC, then you can be the connection point. You could reach out to your FIBC and ask, have these three clients that are clients of Mary's, have they had celebration calls? You could ask your coach, Mary, hey, have these people had a celebration call with our FIBC, Valora? And then we also talked about sending out messages like, hey, can you set up that celebration call real quick? Right, just making it like a really easy thing. 
It does not take a whole lot of time. And if you copy and paste the celebration call script, which is found in the system. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, I reorganized this thing. Oh, I'm in the wrong one. That's why. Like, where's my system link? It's like, right there it is. It's in the wrong thing. If you just go that extra, even for, for people that you're like, they know the system. They know how to set up celebration calls. Unless it's going to piss them off and make them feel like you're calling them an idiot. You know, I mean, know your audience, right? There are some people that if I sent them the celebration call script, they'd be like, really? That's a slap in the face. <laughs> um, but for newer coaches, even if you know, so here's the celebration call script, you can send them something like, who was new coach last time? It was Sarah, right? I'll, I'll stay consistent. Sarah was acting as um, newbie, newer-ish newbie coach. Hey, Sarah, can you send a quick group message with your new client, Christina, and me? using the script above me if you're the FIBC doing celebration calls the other tasks that you can do with the people on your spreadsheet are to go look in the client support group see if they've posted anything and then if you're just like not getting anywhere because their sponsoring coach is going through a real season and they're not engaged or they've never been engaged and they're a total dud Whatever the case may be, if you're not getting anywhere with connecting that client to a celebration call, you can send a friend request and you can send a message to that client saying something like, hey, Lorna, Hey, Lorna, I'm a part of your coaching support with your program. I just wanted to check in and see how things are going since you started the plan. So you're reaching out directly to clients just offering this kind of support. We even like way, way back, it's like been years now, but there was a really old training where, um, I don't know if it was Gina and Karen Thorngren. It was someone talking about digging for gold. And they said that they even sometimes do this practice with clients that are under engaged coaches, just to open that door for the client to say something that maybe they're not admitting to their coach. Their coach is a rock star, but they're like, I don't know what my problem is. I just always feel hungry and miserable on this program. And it allows you to have a, a chance to jump in and help that client course correct before they quit. So it's not necessarily only connecting and offering support to clients underneath disengaged coaches. This is a practice where, you know, if you have the capacity, if you don't have so many new clients in your business that you could make that personal connection, go for it. All right. Now let's get into the even trickier case of that coach that has sponsored this client or two. Uh-oh, wrong script above. Oh my gosh, that is the wrong script. That's what happens when I, can I remove it? Let me delete that. Oh my gosh, don't send that. Thank you. Pulse check. Just wanted to see if you guys are awake. Okay. This is the right script for a celebration call. Okay, there we go. <clears throat> you can send that with a new coach. Okay, let's go into the even trickier situation of the coach who sponsored the client that you're trying to connect with 
they don't show up to anything. They don't answer. They're just kind of like in the dark, right? They're just, you don't know, you don't know what's going on there. Um, and this client, you can't find the client on Facebook or they don't allow friend requests or you've sent a message, but never gotten a response. And like, you're not getting anywhere. You can look up that client's number in connect, right? And it should be on your spreadsheet actually, unless you took that column out, but go type that client into connect. It'll give you their, their cell phone number and you can just text them. Can you imagine doing a program where support was so important that you got a message from your coach's mentor, just seeing how you were doing? Can you imagine that level of customer service? Pretty powerful. So you could send that via text message. All right, I'm gonna stop talking and give us some quiet work time to work on connecting with the clients who are new in your organization in the last insert period of time that you're working with. Could be two months, it could be six months. And we'll just spend some more time on that activity before we move into two different categories of awesomeness that's going to help us build momentum. And if anyone has some positive results to share for, from doing this activity, feel free to share. I realize I have a tendency to just work in quiet and that makes some of you guys all rashy inside and your souls wither and die without constant talking. Um, I'll share my positive. So there was a, I, I did this activity a while ago um, 
maybe like 18 months to two years ago, I went through and did a, a pastor of trying to reach out to these clients that hadn't had celebration calls set out, set up. Um, and there was one and she was just kind of ordering in maintenance. She's like, oh, no, I'm good. I'm good. But for whatever reason, she's remembered that I've reached out and she just keeps sending me referrals. So people will be like, yeah, you know, so-and-so. And I'm like, who? I'm like, oh yeah, that's that client that was in maintenance never even did a celebration call. She just knows that I'm like a contact person and that I always respond when her friends reach out to me. So she's become a great referral source and she'll even now, I'm joking with her about coaching because she sent me so many people, but she'll even like send me people's Facebook pages. She's like, this is, this is Carrie. Carrie needs to reach out to you. We've talked about it. And I'm like, great. Can you start a three-way like Facebook message? She's like, yeah, I gave Carrie your number. Let me start a message. Carrie, this is Danielle. Danielle is an amazing coach. You should totally talk to her. Like she's helping me track these people down. It's, it's amazing. So I have a health assessment today, actually. No, tomorrow with uh, Carrie. Yeah, she's a total wing woman. Okay, Sarah says, question. Let's say that a client responds that they are struggling a bit. What's your next course of action? Do you keep it in Messenger? Try to set up a CC and loop in the disengaged coach. Tricky with coaches who are sensitive to this, I find. Set up a call, question mark. I've tried various things, but curious what others do. I take all of the factors into account. And sometimes you just need a sounding board. Like sometimes you just need to bounce it off your mentor, right? To like talk through okay, what, what is the best course of action? Because it can be a tricky dynamic. So in the past, I think I've done, I've done all of these. I try to not set up celebration calls to troubleshoot though, because this is for a couple of reasons. Um, in a busy season, when our calendars are full, I'm sometimes scheduling celebration calls a week plus out. And I don't want coaches to get in the habit of needing to set up a celebration call to troubleshoot things when I could troubleshoot over messenger with a newer coach that needs some help doing like a systems check. So scheduling is run one reason that I don't like to do celebration calls for a, for troubleshooting. The other is then I feel like it creates this, uh, culture of, I don't know what to do with this client. Let me come dump it on your, your lap. FIBC. How many of you guys have had that? How many of you guys have been that, right? You've been the FIBC where it's like all of the troubled kids. You feel like you're working in special ed with like 504s coming in and IEPs. And you're like, I don't have time to like actually celebrate clients because it's just trying to diagnose fat burn. Um, and then I also find that it can sometimes create a dynamic with the client where they're like, yeah, my coach is kind of an idiot and doesn't know anything, but anytime we really need help, we bring in Jen Morris and she knows what to do. So I'd much rather work behind the scenes with Valora, right? In helping her diagnose so that she can be the one that comes back with like, yeah, you know, I was bouncing some ideas off my mentor and I think we try this. Okay. So it's kind of a, a fine line between like collaboration and you being like the expert as the FIBC. Um, and then... The other thing is celebration calls to troubleshoot are kind of a big bummer. So, and not always the best use of time. Um, and when it does come to like program adherence and troubleshooting, I find that I really need like a three-day journal of what they're eating, when they're eating it, what they're drinking, what they're putting in water, what are they counting as a condiment? What recipes are they following to be able to see the problem? And I can't do that on a Zoom call. So I usually ask clients that are struggling with like results program, fat burn. I ask them to keep a three-day journal anyway. So I'd rather do the Zoom call on the other side of the three-day journal. Some people aren't even going to do it because they're not following program and they know it. They just want to whine to someone about it. Not everyone, but some people want to whine. So then let's talk about this dynamic where the client's responding to you, Sarah, but their coach is kind of disengaged. Coaches can get sensitive about that. From a, my, my strategy is to say, 
what do I know about this client? What do I know about this coach? And then this is where you may need to bounce some ideas off of other people, Sarah, to figure out because it's not, it's not always this way or that way. I have some situations exactly like that where I'm offering support over messenger quite a bit, not quite a bit, but like I, I almost add that person to my weekly check-in to just send a quick message because I do know that the coach is, is calling. I've got another situation where a coach is um, like has a new baby and wasn't really engaged ever to begin with like a really like brand new newbie coach. Um, and she's got a client that started posting in the client support group. And so I just reached out because I know like new baby, right. And this gal's on fire. And from a previous celebration call, I know that she's considered coaching. Um, so I just call her every week. I don't get paid for it. I just call her. And then, um, sometimes it, it might be the right thing to do a celebration call, right? It, it's a fine line. You don't want to coach 15 people underneath disengaged coaches because Sarah Preston is a massive business, right? So that, I mean, if you're reaching out to a whole bunch of people, you could easily have a whole batch of like foster clients that you're supporting, but not actually coaching, right? Um, that was a long way to say, I have no idea what you should do. Go with your gut. Also, I do like, this is business strategy. I check out their Facebook page. Is this a coaching partner? Potential coaching partner. Um, and then Kristen player says setting up calls for transition. Yeah, this is like a, I'm curious what other leaders on here do for this. I do not do transition celebration calls specifically. I use a transition call. First of all, if we have to schedule a Zoom before the client can transition, that's a problem, right? Transition is simple. The first step of transition is simple. And if we have to wait, to have a scheduled call before your client can start transition, this is an issue because people have lives, they get sick, they get COVID, they go to Norway. And if someone has to wait for two weeks to get on a call with me because there's some life happening, you know, it's not typical for me to schedule things two weeks out, but there are periods of my time where that's been the case. So, oh, JMO does do a transformation call. Is that the same as a transition call? I use transition calls as like a yes, a transition call. When well, it's a coach mainly partner. because of this, mainly because of this, because we know maybe let me close this door real quick because Shuki's doing school and I'm sitting outside and he can hear me. Um, maybe a third of our clients get to transition and typically they're stellar and they're, you know, feeling great. They're loving program. And for me, anyone, I didn't start coaching until I was in transition. So I am like a big fan and I didn't realize we weren't teaching this until one time somebody mentioned it and Tom was like, what a great idea. I'm like, what do you mean? We've always done this. So we probably need to get a little more clear on it, but I always do a transition call um, as another touch point to continue talking about coaching. And if not, I mean, really they're in a place to either start sending tons of referrals. Um, I ask them to do a post uh, for their like sugar shot or whatever. Um, lots and lots of reasons to do one, but they're the cream of the crop really, if you think about it. Not that you have to be a perfect client or get to goal to be a coach, but those people typically, you know, tend to be really, you know, people who are very passionate about the program. So my bad. I, I, well, my bad for not teaching it better. When's our next TNT on transition? Can we loop that in? And or maybe JMO going live in Morris Tribe would be impactful. Yeah. Sure. Okay, great. Well, we've all learned something here today. I'm just thinking, <laughs> I was using transition calls as like a tool in the tool bag when that, that coach is like, 
I just really want so-and-so to coach with us. And I'm like, great, let's, let's celebrate transition. And I definitely, I'll just say it. I'm, I'm a very, you know, direct, but also kind of subtle person. But on this call, I tell them it is the next step. Yeah. That it is the thing that will lock in their journey for the rest of their lives. Um, and I loved hearing uh, Nick say the other day that, uh, that health is a lifelong obstacle course. And if we are not doing something to actively pursue health, chances are pretty good that our health is going to go back to the back burner. Dang it. This is a whole pocket of my business that I have not even tapped. Like get ready, Andrea Rouget. Yeah. And also Tom to Tom's point here, it's a really good time to talk about because like active is still relatively new and some people are not making the transition and that's fine, but this is a good time to start talking about, okay, next steps are, if you haven't already, adding in motion, adding in some daily exercise, right? Whether it's walking or going to the gym or picking an event or getting a trainer or whatever it is, treadmill, this is the next step. And of course, you know, letting them know that they can do, you know, three and three active, or they can now start adding in the protein powder. Um, but really it's, it's a good way to integrate them for life, for life, becoming a lifelong, you know, student or client of the program. And now the yard guy's coming. So, okay. We're just going to keep moving rooms if I have to, but I'll just sit here on my patio. Where in the world is Jennifer Morris? We should play bingo and just like cross off rooms for every, okay. Well, I am still, by the way, working on getting all of these names of people um, onto one list, which is really, really cool. So it's, I mean, I've been doing this for eight years. I got a lot of people in the hopper. So um, this has been a really, really productive time for me to stop with all the other things and just focus on this activity. So thanks. I don't even know if you moved on because I like moved rooms and get Shuki set up. So I don't know exactly what we're doing, but that's what I'm doing. Yeah. No, that we haven't done something next yet. We're just working on our spreadsheet and this is the next, it's just little project time, right? So we will move, um, on here in a minute, but for those still sending messages, go for it. Um, Yes, Shelly, the transition call would be with your FIBC, um, just in case Jen starts getting random transition <laughs> call messages. I don't know. She said she does them with everyone. Um, okay, so what we're working on is that spreadsheet of initial clients, not initial, new clients, new in your organization. We're reaching out to contact them, seeing who got a celebration call, who didn't. Um, and then last week, here's probably the most important follow-up peace, right? Last week, we sent out a whole bunch of messages to coaches asking them to set up celebration calls. And if they haven't, depending on how well you know that coach and what's happening in their life, you may decide to give them a little follow-up nudge. Like I have coaches that I'm like, oh, they're going to do it. They just need a little reminder. And then I have other people where I'm like, I gave them the opportunity. They're not, I'm going to go right to the client, send a friend request, send a Facebook message, or look up that client's number in connect and send a text message with, I'll drop these scripts down again. Um, so if I'm reaching out to the client, I would say something like this, and I could send that in messenger if we're connected on messenger, or I could send it in text message. It's just offering a little extra layer of something. Okay. I, seriously, this is an activity that we could work on for depending on how many new clients you've had in your business and, and how big your business is at this point, it could be a while. Um, and for those of you guys who, okay, so we're gonna, we're just gonna take a moment and stop that activity, move on to the next activity. If anyone needs to stretch, uh, stand up, refill your coffee, um, we can do that for a quick little minute. Bathroom break, have Jen move her location again. Who knows? Did you guys notice? that the chaotic 
calendar board that was up here that I said, oh, it's going to be a work in progress. Um, yeah. But for those of you guys who were like, oh man, this activity, Danielle, and I got some messages, you're not alone. This activity is like bumming me the heck out because I went and pulled all clients in my organization that are new since two months, January, and there's just not a whole lot. And I'm realizing like, wow, my organization has not brought in a whole lot of clients in the last little bit. If that's you, that's all right. That is just a data point. It's like stepping on the freaking scale when you don't want to and being like, well, okay, know what I need to do, right? It's a data point. You're not stuck with this. If you weren't happy about the number of new clients that came up for you to put in a spreadsheet, let's do something about it. And that's what we're going to do next. We're going to do something about it. All right, so activity number two, are we ready? Is everyone, is everyone good? Put you guys on gallery. Bobby's still walking. It's great. Um, activity number two is going to be focused around the CSB, the client support bonus plus bonus that we have until the end of, I don't even know when, because they keep extending it. What is it? December now? Okay. Through December. It doesn't matter because every month I'm looking at that as I'm going to do that this month. So Danny confessional time, I've been through a few seasons in my business where client acquisition, bringing on new clients, that's client acquisition for myself has not been a priority. And sometimes I've really told myself a whole lot of, um, supporting excuses about that. I'm too busy with my team. I don't need more FQV. That's the smallest portion of my paycheck. Um, but my own clients, me hitting the, the CSB every month is the, if you think about, and I think Jen had an analogy about this, about rivers and dams or something, but I mean, that is like the source, like that is the funnel for everything in your business. And if you are sad, you're not alone about coach partners, you're not alone, who aren't doing SHIT right now. You're not alone. You are the funnel though. And your own clients will determine how many future coach partners you have that might do some SHIT. That's my word of the day, I guess. Um, so there are a few reasons that with the client support bonus plus you want to be you yourself as a future FIBC, as an FIBC, as a global, as an IPD, you want to be hitting the CSB every single month. And one of the reasons is that your coaches watch what you do and they watch those rank up posts. And if I'm telling someone, no, you can get three clients this month, you can do it but I haven't done it in forever. How much trust does that really breed? Really, Danielle, if it's so easy, why don't you go out and do it? So we're on display in our coach support pages and rightfully so, right? So show up as someone who gets the CSB so that you can tell your coaches, we can get the CSB. And it's just three clients in a month. P.S. I'll give y'all some data. Our organization is kicking butt in the CSB across Optavia. Kicking butt. So borrow confidence if you need to, but you guys are killing it. And we're in the top of the top of those acquiring, earning, not acquiring, but earning their CSB in all of Optavia. So um, thanks for doing such a great job and please feel free to project that confidence to your coaching partners. Okay. Because we are kick and tail also in active. We are kick and tail also in cruise earners. We're kick and tail. We're doing great. So let's keep going. Yeah. 
we can do this. You can do this. You can get three new clients this month. We're halfway through October. It doesn't matter. We just have to remember what works in acquiring clients. Like really like put yourself in the mindset because everyone here has been here for more than two seconds, right? You've been in Optavia. You've been coaching for a while. You're either FIBC or beyond or growing to FIBC. And the people who are growing to FIBC in the last 18 months, I've got a whole like thing for you that maybe I'll save for next week, but you guys have been around for a while. So if it really came down to it, if, if Jen said, listen, there's a life or death situation gun to your head, Danny, you're going to lose your house. If you don't go bring on five clients this month, not her mentorship style, but let's just say that we were in that situation. Like my kids, why don't we pretend that it is <laughs> <laughs> like, let's say my kids were not going to eat. If I didn't bring in five clients, I've been doing this long enough that I know what I would do. It would be an SHIT amount of follow-up. I would offer scholarships. I would ask people to post my transformation. I would reach out to all of my clients and ask for referrals. I've got like a whole list of what I would do if I had to bring on five clients. But here's what's really, really tricky and deceptive about being past FIBC and definitely being past global is that none of us have to bring on five clients. And the bringing on five clients isn't a huge change in our paycheck. So oftentimes we let our foot off the gas because we're just waiting for our coach partners to pull their heads out of their rears and get in gear so that we can have the uh, team that we've always dreamed of. But the team starts with me. And when I get back into the driver's seat, when I put on my work boots and go to work in trying to earn the CSB every single month, I remember Oh yeah, that I used to do that to bring on clients. And then I remember, and I, I have my coach partners do it with me. And instead of me telling them what they should do while they sit there and watch me not earn the CSB month after month after month, which was my beginning of this year, I'll admit it. Instead of that, they see me earning the CSB and they're like, Oh, whatever the heck Danny's doing, she can help me do it too. And we can do it together. So number one, make a commitment to yourself to earn the CSB and get really creative. Go back to what you were doing when you were not yet an ED and you were trying to hit that, that first 6,000. Do you remember that passion, that energy that someone messages you on Facebook and you sure as heck don't forget about them. You're like, oh, I'm going to respond right now. It's like the middle of movie night with the family. I've got a live one. I've got a live one on the line. And we lost that because we started training coach partners and we're more excited about them earning their CSB than we are about us. But I would say, come on, funnel. You're at the, the top of the river. Don't gooseneck the flow in your business. All right. I'm going to get off my soapbox with that. I'm sure I've offended some people and you have some feelings. We can talk about it. You can talk to your mentors about it. If I am your mentor, I'm sorry. And we can also be gentle. Um, but it starts with you. Now, what we're going to do with the CSB is bring our team along. So if you go into connect, everyone log in to connect. And I am going to share my screen until I can no longer share my screen. And then I'll pause the recording and share my screen and see what we can do here. Okay, so in Connect, if you hold over Engage, this Client Support Bonus Plus thing, you're gonna click that, okay? Oh, wait, wait, uh, oh, hold on. I'm gonna, gosh, who's gonna keep on track with restarting the recording? Which of you has enough C that the next time, thank you, Brittany, just said all of that off recording. Okay, so the activity for people watching on recording, the activity that we're working on now is pulling up the CSB for last month all organization 
if you sort by those who have, you know, we're at the top, we're going to reach out to every single person that got their CSB last month. And we're going to send them a message saying, still so proud of you, like still over the mood. I know we celebrated when you hit it. And like, I screamed and sent some like screaming emojis at you. And then we did the, the post and the group, right? With the CSB recognition is huge. So we really want to praise what we're liking, praise what's working for people. That was amazing. And are you going to do it again this month? What do you say? Are we going to do this thing? Are you doing it for October? Let's do it. Send a message like that to everyone that earned their CSB last month. I'm going to put a script of what I would say, what I did say a couple weeks ago when I did this. Um, let me use, I'll use Valora because it's just going to be funny because she like earns the CSB in her sleep at this point. She just like wakes up from surgery on like day four of October and I'm like, oh good, you're awake and out of surgery. Happy CSB. Good job. Okay. Here's what I would say. Hi, Laura. You killed it last month with your CSB plus. What do you think? Should we do it again this month? Right? Or, hi, Jane. So proud of you for earning your CSB plus for September. Are you going for it again in October? Okay. Slow is fast. We have to have the conversation so we can have the conversation, so we can build the trust, so we can make the strategy plan. And the impatient activator side of me really, really would love to just go right to Jane and be like, Jane, here's what you need to do. Like, I can see it, right? Jane hasn't posted about her personal journey in like a week and a half. Like if Jane just does this, she's gonna get her. I've got all this advice that I really am so enthusiastic to pour into Jane, but slow is fast. Let me check in first. I have to constantly remind myself to be a human first and a health coach mentor second. So I'm going to send this. Hi, Jane. I'm so proud of you for earning your CSB in September. Are you going for it again in October? Provide the space for her to say something like, oh my gosh, I just feel like my health assessments have been flopping. Or yeah, I've already got two. I think I've got one more. Ah, oh, this is amazing, right? Or for her to say, gosh, I just really feel like you know, it's crickets over here. It's crickets. Okay. Then we've got something, right? You can say, well, I have some ideas up my sleeve. Are you open to hearing about some ways that we could do this? Or you could, you can share if you have that kind of relationship with your coach. And I do with many of my coaches where they know when I'm sitting at two for the CSB, I'm like, okay, I'm at two. I'm at two. I've got some people who I feel like are just running partners with me now. I'm not even mentoring them. We're like mentoring each other. And it's almost like this friendly competition, which one of us can hit the CSB first. But start these conversations with coaches who earned it last month so you can hear how they're doing this month. And I said this off recording, so it's going to be a repeat for everyone on live, but for people watching on the recording, if you go and you pull last month's CSB earners, and it's a very short list, or there is no list because no one on your team earned it, that is a data point. It just means that we need more players in the game. And you're the coach. So you're either bringing them in or you're not, which means it's going to start with you getting the CSB first. And then all of those after effects, you doing your own celebration call with your mentor, talking about sponsoring with these new clients that you've brought in. Yeah, everything is information. Everything is data. Okay, so that's activity number one, message to last month. And now we're gonna go to this month's. Let me see, I'm just gonna make this real small. And okay, can you guys see this? So I'm gonna go to engage. 
Client Support Bonus Plus. And I'm going to let it be Current Month and then Organization. That's going to bring up everyone down here. And then under Qualifying Orders, I'm going to sort by descending. FYI, for those of you who have either um, a lot of coaches in your team and or your global or above, I check this every day as a part of my workflow. Every single day I sort by qualifying orders for the CSB and I see who's close and who's changed and who's hit it because the second they hit it, I'm posting a celebratory post. I'm going into their um, business thread and congratulating them for hitting that. I'm making this be like a really fun thing. And now it's a really fun thing for me. So it worked. It worked for me. Okay. So now when you're on this, so this is the current month, you've got the most up at the top. And now I'm just going to take out some columns so that we can stay a little bit anonymous here with people's information. So this is only because I'm sharing with you guys. You don't need to do this. I'm just gonna. Okay, so your list is gonna have all the columns, but th in this way we can look at more, more people here. So I've got a bunch of people sitting here with two and one, right? All of these coaches that haven't yet hit and they've got one or two, I'm going to send a message to them. So hi, Pizza Face. If you have a coach named Pizza Face, you just won like the lottery. Hi, Pizza Face. Okay, don't call anyone Pizza Face. There was a little kid at the playground with my kids and they said, this is our friend. Her name is like Julie or something. Julie, but we call her hot pizza. I'm like, okay, hot pizza. Hi, hot pizza. I see you already have your first client for the CSB plus. And sometimes coaches don't really know what that is. So even though it stands for client support bonus plus, I might write CSB plus bonus. And those of you who are like into English, you're like, that makes no sense. But if they don't know what CSB plus means, I want them to know that it means a bonus. Just two more new clients and you're there. Are you going for it this month? What else might I say? do you think go for it there's another version what do you think should we go for it makes it sound like a we it's going to be a team approach i'm really glad i took next week as well you guys because this i had a whole lot more planned for us you're going to reach out and touch contact support offer motivation to every single coach that right now, as of today, has at least one client order in that's eligible for the CSB plus. Just start that conversation because it gives you data and it's not necessarily that we want, I mean, I would love for everyone to be going for it, but that's not my agenda. I'm not sending the message being like, oh, this coach better say they want it, right? Because I've gotten, I've sent these messages and I've gotten some back that say, uh, yeah, I got my first, um, but insert an SHIT amount of life. And they're like, I really, I can't do anything for the rest of this month. And I'm headed out to the other side of the country to be with family. It's like, oh, wow. Okay, good. I'm really glad that I didn't copy and paste a message about them needing to earn the CSB before asking. You earned it last month, or you already have one client this month. What do you think? Should we go for it? Just open that door for them to respond. And then when they respond, this is where we need to know how to help them. Yeah, I do. Okay. Do you have, 
how's it looking? Right. And I don't know, I'm not, I'm not like amazing with words. And so like, as I chat with Georgia over her business thread, I think I've said things like, okay, well, how's it looking? Right. And we have that, we have that relationship where she's not going to be like, I don't know how it's looking. She would be like, oh, let me tell you. And she's going to give me data. Like I've got these two on the, and I've got, you know, three health assessments this weekend, but you can kind of get like a, well, how are you feeling about it? You say you want to do it. Okay, great. Um, do you have a strategy in place or would some tips be helpful? And then you're going to offer to strategize. That doesn't necessarily mean like, let's hop on a mentorship Zoom with your whole mentorship lineup and let's have a strategy call. It doesn't necessarily mean that. It can just be, well, let's talk about some things that might be fruitful. What have you tried so far? And then one of the things, and I do have a celebration call, so I can't blather on for too long, but um, one of the things that has been helpful, and we'll, we'll start with this next week. How do you implement a strategy? How do you offer strategy for a coach that says, yes, I really want the CSB. I want to bring on three new clients. I just don't know where to start. And I feel like I'm not getting momentum. If that's the case, one of the things that I like to start with is what has worked for you in the past? And so I was doing this with a coach this past week. I was like, think about months where you've had the most amount of new clients coming in. What are the activities leading up to that, that, you know, you know, yourself, you've been, she's been coaching for a couple of years. And she said, you know, I feel like anytime I post a lot of other people's transformations, my own, but also other people's, that's when I get a lot. And I've kind of eased off of posting transformations because I'm like focusing on this and that, and I kind of, you know, change my branding. And so for her, she said, I think I'm going to do a transformation post like boom, 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 boom. She's taking her normal branding strategy. And for a week, she's shifting it to almost be like a series of transformations so that there's a whole lot of that. So that was what she established with other coaches. They'll be like, you know, it's when I reach out and offer scholarships. And I don't even think that it's the scholarship offer that does it. I think it's just that I'm contacting them. And so we put together a plan of, okay, how many people should we schedule follow-up with? How many people do you want to do this week? So we'll start next time with how to do strategy with your coach partners to help them establish some momentum. But one of the best things between this week and next week that you guys can do is if you haven't earned your CSB yet, really think like if, if gun to your head, your kids were not going to eat without those three new clients, you've been a coach for a while. What would you do to bring on three new clients? And is that worth doing right now? If for nothing else to just prove to yourself that you've still got it, you can do what you're asking coaches to do. Is it follow-up? Is it offering scholarships? Is it going back and doing practice health assessments? I've been a coach for four years. Yeah, so what? People don't do continuing education? And then if you haven't done the follow-up warrior workshop, this is where we're getting real <laughs> serious about reaching out to anyone who's ever been interested or done a health assessment. And that's a very, very fruitful um, use of time. And Allison puts in the chat, they have tweaked a few things in the health assessment. And I love anytime there's a new health assessment version or we have new wording. Now we have active plans that opens up a whole category of people who we have not yet. All of us have not yet explained the four and two active a million times, right? What are my two least experienced coaching plans? The official five and one active and the official four and two active because they're brand new, even though we were doing like other stuff before for some people who are active. So reaching out to 10 or 20 people and saying, you know, um, I'm super excited about this whole new population of clients that our coaching organization has designed plans around. I just need to get some practice hours in and picking out the right plan for the person. Do you think I could just borrow a little bit of your time and get familiar with some of this wording? It's not even about them. It's about you. Let them say yes to helping you and schedule yourself 10 to 20 practice health assessments. 
get familiar with the wording. And afterwards you can say, you know, I, I know that this was just a practice, but honestly, it sounds like this might be a fit. Can I add you to our client support group? So you can just see what that is like. Okay. All right. More on that next time. And yeah, just checking the chat. This is great. Optivia makes no guarantee of financial success. Success with Optivia results from successful sales efforts, which require hard work, skill, diligence, competence, and leadership. Your success will depend on how well you exercise these qualities. Please see the Optivia income disclosure statement for statistics on actual earnings of coaches. I will share my screen real quick with that. Because I can't find the other one. Oh, here it is in Spanish too. Aha, viva. All right. We will see you guys back here next week for Business Coach Power Hour Part 3.